0: Told you I felt good about Thursday. It was a Friday night-like slate, and it went great. I'm Heath Cummings here on the Sportsline DFS podcast, joined by Mike McClure. And
1: Mike, another great slate. Everybody playing, Max Scherzer pitching. What could go wrong? Nothing could go wrong. Uh, I love this slate, too. Last night, you're right, it was excellent. Uh, and I feel very similar to... You know, tonight, I think this is going to be a really profitable slate for us here on the Sportsline DFS podcast.
0: Well, the one thing that could go wrong is we could have rain concerns everywhere again. And that was the one thing that did go wrong for me last night. I I had a little exposure to that Cubs-Braves game. Thankfully, everybody had a little exposure to that game, and it worked out okay. Tonight, once again in Washington, it's been raining there for as long as it's been raining in South Florida, which is like the last month, it feels like. And that game looks to be in major trouble again.
1: Yeah, major, major concerns there. Um, I actually like that uh, because on this slate, you know, Max Scherzer is obviously very expensive. It was kind of difficult to play him, but it made sense to play him. Uh, so I like that I can essentially fade Max Scherzer now pretty comfortably knowing that I have 14 other games to pick from.
0: Three other games that look at least a little risky for pitchers, I think. I don't think we have any other games that are rain out concerns unless in Atlanta those thunderstorms just fire up right on top of the stadium again. But Cincinnati, St. Louis, and Chicago all look like
1: they could be questionable for starting pitchers, at least 1254 Eastern. Yes, it definitely looks like it could be questionable. The good news is, in Chicago, you'd have to pick between Matt Moore and Carson Fulmer, and I don't think that anyone's interested in that. Uh, you know, St. Louis is more attractive with Arietta and Waka, but overall, on this slate, generally, you're probably not considering pitching in those games uh, and I don't think at this point in the day, it's enough to steer me away from hitting.
0: We've got 15 games, eight teams with an implied run total of five or higher. Of course, the Boston Red Sox at the top. Once again, 5.4 runs against Alex Colab. You've got the Braves at 5.3. You get the Cubs and Yankees at 5.1 each. And then the Blue
1: Jays and Twins at five runs. Yes, there's a lot of offenses to pick from tonight. I think my favorite is probably the Chicago Cubs if the weather holds off there, which I I do think it will. Um, You know, if you listen to me long, you know that I like to pick on Homer Bailey as often as I can, especially when he's at home pitching at Great American Ballpark, just a great park shift and hitting environment for the Cubs here. So they're going to be my number one offense of the night.
0: Let's be honest. You just like saying that someone's going to Homer off of Homer.
1: Yes, that is the only reason that I like to pick on Homer Bailey. My contrarian stack,
0: you mentioned that game in Chicago. It's the Chicago White Sox. I love right-handed socks and they've got some cheap ones. And that's good because it is an iffy night, I feel like, for FanDuel values. And if Max Schurz was on this slate, that would be a major problem. If, if that game turns out and looks dry at 6pm Eastern, we're going to have some big-time decisions to make. Here's what I came up with. You tell me who you like more. There are some $2,000 punt plays. Robbie Grossman at $2,000, likely in the lineup against a lefty Bruce Suter. Trace Thompson against Matt Moore. He's $2,000. And then Dustin Fowler at the bottom of the athletics lineup, $2,000, going up against Marco Estrada, who I've never really thought was good, even when his numbers were good. At 2200, you have Byron Buxton against the lefty Wellington Castillo, beef Wellington, 2200, and his ownership will be almost nothing because first base is loaded tonight. And then Rugnet door at 2600, I kind of like as well.
1: Yeah, I like a lot of those guys. I think that Robbie Grossman out of the minimum priced outfielders is probably the guy I find myself using the most. Uh, you know, I, he, he's obviously better against left-handed pitching, but he does, he is a switch hitter. Uh, he, will carry that platoon advantage throughout the game. So I like this. You know, For Suter, it's not necessarily a huge negative park shift. I mean, it's really neutral, but it is warm there. Uh, but the league shift is really the issue here. Uh, moving to the American League, where he's going to be facing a DDH. So I would default to probably Grossman and Buxton from that group. Um, and one other name that we could mention that's also going to be in that game, uh, Domingo Santana is pretty cheap. He should probably hit fifth now that Ryan Braun has hit the disabled list. Uh So that's another cheap outfield value if you're looking for one tonight.
0: Now we got to talk about some BVP. You want to know why Mike loves the Cubs? It's because Anthony Rizzo owns Homer Bailey. Nine for 22 with two dongs off Homer Bailey. J.D. Martinez is six for 10 with three extra base hits off Alex Cobb. Jose Peraza, a sneaky, sneaky play. Nine for 20 off John Lester. And you know what John Lester allows opposing base runners to do? Corey Dickerson, 1139 OPS and two dongs off Tyson Ross. I didn't go back and look. I'm thinking some of that probably came at Coors Field. So just be a little leery of that.
1: Yeah, I think that that probably, I mean, you know, look, it could be wrong, but I would guess that that definitely came maybe even in one game at Coors Field. <laughs> maybe
0: even in one game. Lorenzo Cain has faced Kyle Gibson a lot from when he was in the American League Central. OPS in 35 plate appearances. 4.45 OPS. Yeah, he does not like facing Kyle Gibson. Mark Trumbo, you might be thinking about right-handed Orioles as a contrarian play off Drew Pomerantz. Mark Trumbo, 2 for 12 off Pomerantz. Adam Jones, 3 for 16. And then this is maybe one of my most favorite BVP stats ever. Matt Carpenter is 2 for 33 off of Jake Arrieta. Both hits were dongs. Wow, that is that is something. That's all Mike needs to say. Dong chasers got a little bit tighter last night. I did catch a dong with Matt Olson. Adam also caught one from Manny Machado. Your updated standings: Chris Towers still in first base, but just barely. Twelve eighty-eight is his total. I am at twelve seventy-eight. Mike is at twelve hundred. Three of us all one dong away from the lead. And then Adam Azer is almost back over a 1,000 at 949 after his Machado dong. I'm going with a dong from last night. Josh Donaldson, I'll admit, he looked a little lost at the plate last night. It made me wonder, is there something wrong with Josh Donaldson? But I'm going back to him. I'm going back to him at 4,500 against lefty Brett Anderson. Donaldson with a career WOBA over 400 against lefties.
1: I, I love Donaldson here, like you mentioned, anytime he gets a lefty. Uh, but you also get that revenge narrative. So, look, he loves playing against the Athletics. He wants to homer against the Athletics here. I love Josh Donaldson again tonight.
0: Uh, going, I'm going to go. Oh, you go, go right ahead. You didn't have the second pick. You had the last pick because you it's been the longest since you've donged.
1: But go go right ahead, Mike. Who are you taking in dong chasers? I'm going to jump right in, and I'm going to take another third baseman with Chris Bryant uh, just so I can get a homer off Homer Bailey. Love the park shift at Great American Ballpark. Chris Bryant, Dong Chasers. So that's going to make
0: the third base segment when we're talking on DraftKings very interesting because we generally try to start the show with both of us getting our Dong Chasers into the lineup. Will be difficult to do, or impossible, with Donaldson and Chris Bryant over on DraftKings. We'll have that debate in just a moment. Adam took Anthony Rizzo in that same game at $5,000, and then Chris Towers going for the obscure dong and he's been really pretty good at these this year he does not have as many dongs as i do this season but he's still in first place because of those lower priced dongs he's going with matt davidson against the human flyball
1: matt moore yeah i like that pick a lot uh you know other than maybe a little weather concerns but that's uh that's a very very nice pick uh because matt moore is pretty much a disaster uh so i, I like that pick a lot
0: Great pick, Chris. We're not going to use it in any of our lineups, though, because we're starting our lineups with Josh Donaldson and Chris Bryant over on FanDuel. We'll figure out which one we're going to use on DraftKings in just a moment. We've got to talk about starting pitchers, though. If it turns out at 6 p.m. that it looks like it's going to be dry in Washington, I'm definitely going to have a load of Max Scherzer exposure.
1: Yeah, I will certainly have exposure to him. I'm not going to say I'm going to lock him in just because there are really good hitting environments still that I want a piece of. Uh, but, he, look, Max is clearly the number one if that game is going to play.
0: Okay, so the, I think the question of the night is how do you feel about Jacob DeGrom? DeGrom's last two starts, there's been a problem with each. Two starts ago, he was actually pretty good against the Atlanta Braves. Didn't give up a run over four innings. Struck out six but then left with a hyperextended elbow. His most recent start, he said the elbow was fine. It was not a concern, but he threw like 50 pitches in the first inning against the Phillies, walked three Phillies, got nine fantasy points, and was yanked from the game. DeGrom, $10,000 on FanDuel. Without those last two starts at this price, he, he wouldn't be this price. He'd be the unquestioned top starter on both slates. Is he still your favorite pitcher?
1: Yes, Jacob deGrom, at this point in the day, you know, I'm operating under the assumption that Max Scherzer is not going to get to pitch, or at least it's not going to be a situation where I'm going to use him. So Jacob deGrom does become the number one overall starting pitcher for me. Um, doesn't necessarily mean I'm locking him in on FanDuel. I'm closer to locking him in on DraftKings, where you can get, you know, your strategy is a lot different there, where you have a second starting pitcher. Uh, but I will have exposure to Jacob deGrom on both sites, and he is my number one starter. We can't pay the price for Sean Newcomb, right? Especially on DraftKings? Yeah, I mean, look, I think he's a great tournament play. Uh, looking at every metric again that I value, um, he's kind of worth it. Uh, you look at his, uh, his line drive rate in the last two starts, 7% hard contact, 19% over 50% ground ball, uh, 88 mile per hour average exit velocity. Uh, everything looks very, very good for Sean Newcomb. Uh, but that price tag, and I think that a lot of people are going to see that price tag and shy away from it. So I do think that he's viable in tournaments, uh, but in cash games, I think it's just a clear overspend when you could pay 9800 for DeGrom. We've got a decision
0: to make with our cheaper starting pitcher. My contrarian starting pitcher of the day is one of those guys, at least on DraftKings, he's not cheap enough on FanDuel, but Ivan Nova going up against the Padres, the highest strikeout rate in the league against right-handed pitchers the second lowest ISO in the major leagues against right-handed pitchers. I think uh, I don't really know how popular Nova is going to be. He'll be much more popular on DraftKings than he is on FanDuel, though.
1: Yeah, on FanDuel, I, I mean, look, on FanDuel, I think he's an absolutely fantastic tournament play. Um, if I was dropping down from DeGrom in cash games, I'm probably going to drop a lot further down uh, just because of the price savings you can get with some of the other guys. But I do like Nova in tournaments, and I do think he's a good SP2 on DraftKings. Okay. Tell everybody, if you're dropping down on FanDuel, you're dropping way down. Who are you dropping down to? So there are two guys that I really like tonight. Uh, both guys are, you know, let's be honest, they're past the prime of their career. Uh, but it's going to be CeCe Sabathia and Felix Hernandez. Uh, I like what I'm seeing in terms of the metrics. Very similar to what I saw in David Price last night. Um, you know, look, I wasn't necessarily expecting a complete game from David Price, obviously, but he he performed uh, Sabathia. So what, what we get here is a very nice park shift moving from Yankee Stadium to Kauffman Stadium in Kansas City. Uh, it's really going to help him keep the ball in the yard and the Royals team really, especially against left handed pitching, doesn't really hit for power that much. And then Felix Hernandez gets a watered down version of the Detroit Tigers we are also, you know, offensively facing a large negative park shift in Seattle. Uh, I like what I've seen in terms of the, some of the like line drive rates and hard contact from Felix recently. Uh, so I like both of those guys at 6,400. Felix makes a lot of sense on Fanduel, and even Sabathia at 7,500. I think I prefer both of those to Nova just because I view them similarly.
0: Yeah, I think on Fanduel I, I don't necessarily agree with that. I want to go ahead. Let's let's build a Felix Hernandez lineup on Fanduel, partially because. We've started our FanDuel lineup with Chris Bryant and Josh Donaldson, and trying to play those two together with Jacob DeGrom is just not very much fun. Over on DraftKings, we've got DeGrom locked in. Felix is 7,100 on DraftKings. Sabathia is 75, Nova is 64. What I would suggest is let's just build our optimal DraftKings lineup and see how much money we have left over.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm fine. Look at the price difference, though. Nova is clearly the better play on DraftKings. Uh, you know, it's just a really a price point. Um, you know, we may not need the extra salary savings, but if we find a way to use it, Nova is the player.
0: Oh, I think with all of these expensive lineups, we can find very good use for the extra $1,000 on DraftKings. Let's start at catcher. There are three catchers, all of their names start with C, that I'm excited about playing tonight. Beef, Wellington Castillo, Wilson Contreras, and Robinson Chirinos.
1: Yes, those are the three. I'm glad you got uh, Chirinos in there. He's you know, obviously a guy that I like to use a lot. Um, Wilson Contreras, clear number one for me. Obviously, he's priced like that. Uh, but I do like Wellington Castillo, especially if he's hitting fourth against Matt Moore. Um, it's really just going to come down to how you want to build your lineup. If you have the cap to pay, you're going to play Contreras. If you don't and need to save a little, you're probably going to play Wellington Castillo because the price difference between him and Chirinos, I think it just makes sense to pay the 3400 for Wellington Castillo.
0: Let's go ahead and, and plop in Castillo for now. I think he'll be fourth or fifth, don't you? Like, I think there's a chance that he's behind Davidson.
1: Yeah, I think that—look, I you know, look, I in my preliminary data, he's projected to hit fourth. Okay. I mean, it, it could be anywhere from fourth to sixth, which is still fine. Um. You know, as long as he doesn't drop to like 7 or 8, I, I think that I would still prefer to play Wellington Castillo.
0: I'm not playing any of those guys on FanDuel because first base is absolutely loaded. In that same game as Wellington Castillo, you've got Jose Abreu against a lefty. We already talked about Anthony Rizzo, Adam Azer's Dong Chasers pick. I would not be opposed at all if you need to save money somewhere tonight on DraftKings going right back to Matt Olsen against Marco Estrada. He's donned in two straight games. And then the most, we haven't even talked yet about the most expensive first baseman. That's Freddie Freeman.
1: Yeah, Freddie Freeman, I think is going to be a great tournament play tonight. Uh, I don't see many people playing him over Anthony Rizzo. Uh, I know Rizzo's, you know, some, you know, he struggled a little bit at times this year. He's starting to play a little better. He does have that BVP and the big park shift here. So I think that Rizzo's probably going to be the chalk over Freeman. So in tournaments, I love the pivot to Freeman. Uh, but in cash games, I think I'm probably going to end up with Rizzo just because I'm so heavy on Chris Bryant, and I, I really like to pair those guys together. So
0: we'll just lock Rizzo in, especially over there on FanDuel. On DraftKings, we've we've got Wellington Castillo at catcher. I think we can afford him there as well. Second base is quite a bit of fun tonight. I like Ben Zobrist. I like Brian Dozier. Like if Zobrist is hitting leadoff ahead of Rizzo and Bryant, then he's probably your top second baseman, right? Yeah, no, it's all going to come down to lineup spot.
1: Um, if Zobrist is that guy there and you're committed to playing uh, Anthony Rizzo and Chris Bryant, I don't see any reason other than if you just have a ton of excess salary uh, to, to go away from Ben Zobrist. So if he's in the lineup, that's who I prefer.
0: I also like Brian Dozier, Ozzy Albies, and Jed Lowry for those contrarian athletics decks.
1: Yes, like all of those guys, uh, Brian Dozier. So I'm not sure if Ben Zovis is going to be in the lineup tonight or not. Um, he most likely will be. And, you know, you can also use him in the outfield. Um, so there's a reason, you know, for that reason alone, I probably prefer Brian Dozier. Um, anytime I get Dozier against left-handed pitching, uh, it's generally a situation that I want to capitalize on. And his price point's really kind of, you know, mediocre for what his talent is. Usually we expect him to be a $5,000 player against a subpar lefty. Uh so I like the value a lot on Brian Dozier tonight.
0: Okay, Mike, you're building a DraftKings lineup. You've locked in Brian Dozier, Anthony Rizzo, Wellington Castillo, Jacob deGrom, Nova. You have 4240 remaining per player for outfielders and third baseman and a shortstop. Now is the time to make your case for paying 5600 for Chris Bryant over a $4500 Josh Donaldson.
1: Uh, so look, I mean, you can certainly get away and do that because there are cheap outfielders on the slate. Uh, but the way that we're working here, I think that we can get still some exposure to the uh, to the Cubs that we want. So I think that we can go ahead and play Donaldson here because Donaldson is going to allow us to pay up a little more for one of the outfielders that we're going to want here. Uh, so I, I think that Donaldson does make more sense in this particular build.
0: I like it. I like it a lot. I don't necessarily like shortstop that much. It's the one position where there just weren't a ton of players that jumped out on me that I really wanted to have in the lineup. The top two that I've got here that I'm sure I'll have some exposure to. It may just come down more to, uh, like, which stack am I playing? That's the shortstop I'm gonna have in the lineup. It's Dee and it's Marcus Simeon.
1: Yeah, Marcus Simeon is the guy that I had locked in, uh, just from, you know, a price standpoint, when I, especially when I was trying to play Chris Bryant in every lineup. Uh, Marcus Simeon is pretty clearly the guy, I think, tonight. Um, you know, I mean, look, you can argue for Machado. Um, it's not the best matchup in the world, but he does hit left-handed pitching very, very well. Um, and then, you know, anytime that he's on the slate, you could play Carlos Correa in a tournament. Xander Bogarts against Alex Cobb is a fine play and a good way to get exposure to Boston. But for me, it's pretty clearly Marcus Simeon in terms of value.
0: Okay, there are a couple of mid-range outfielders that I really like that I think that uh, will deliver a lot for their value, which tells me, with three outfield spots remaining and 4,300 remaining, I just want to hear who's Mike's number one outfielder. Let's play that person, and then we'll go from there.
1: Well, the number one outfielder for me is going to be Mookie Betts. Again! Uh, just- It's always Mookie, um, but really close behind is J.D. Martinez. If you want to save the $500, I I think that that's a really fine strategy because the gap between the two is not large at all. Um, You know, I look, I like Giancarlo Stanton and Aaron Judge, but the park factor um, and their price points does knock them down, you know, meaningfully far behind those other guys. Uh, so at the top it's the two Boston guys for me.
0: Well, the one outfielder I really wanted to play was Shin Su Chu at thirty six hundred against Carson Fulmer. I mean, we've built a lineup, we've talked a lot, we've not talked about picking on Carson Fulmer yet, and he is an absolute disaster. So Shinsu Chu I'd like to put in the lineup. That'd leave us thirty five hundred for an outfielder if we play Moogie Betts, or you could spend up to four thousand if you play JD Martinez. Which way would you want to go?
1: Um, So I think that this is what I would do in this spot. I would probably just leave Mookie Betts in now and use Albert Almora in the final outfield spot, knowing that he's either going to lead off or Ben Zobrist is. And if Ben Zobrist leads off at 3,700, you drop Mookie Betts to J.D. Martinez, and you still have exposure to basically an identical situation.
0: Now, one other guy, it's 3,200 that I really like in this spot. That we, again, we've talked about the athletic stack a little bit. We have one athletic in our lineup, Marcus Simeon. The guy that will hit right behind him in the lineup is Matt Joyce going up against Estrada. Do you like Joyce's at 3,200?
1: I like Matt Joyce a lot. Um, he's someone that I will certainly be using. Um, so, like, in the outfield value for me, it's Chu, Almora, Joyce, Ben Zobris, uh, those are the guys that I'm focusing on tonight. It, like, so yeah, Joyce is definitely in there and someone I will be using. So
0: let's do this. Let's put Almora in there. And then if you're listening to this show, if you like to play the show lineup, if Almora is not in, just drop down and play Joyce and you don't have to get rid of Moogie Butts. Yes, that's definitely what you should do. The DraftKings lineup is DeGrom, Nova Castillo, Rizzo Dozier Donaldson, Simeon Betts, Chu, and Almora. And I'm not saying you shouldn't ever play the show lineup. We like to give you a, a An early look at who we're going to be playing tonight. But if you really want to play the lineups we feel great about, you should log on to Sportsline.com about 30 minutes before lock. You'll get Mike's optimal lineup. You'll get my contrarian lineup. And you'll win all kinds of money. If you don't have access to Sportsline yet, what are you waiting for? You can get it for just $1 for the first month with the promo code DFS podcast. $1 for one month. Promo code DFS podcast. We still have some work to do overall in FanDuel. Felix Rizzo, Dozier Donaldson, Simeon, and Chris Bryant all in our lineup so far. We have three outfield spots to fill. We have 2867 remaining for those three spots. Matt Joyce is 2800. I think it makes a lot of sense to just go ahead and lock him in. And then what I would probably like to do is say we're going to play one of those $2,000 outfielders so we can get one good outfielder in the lineup as well.
1: Uh, yeah, no, I definitely agree with that strategy. I think that if I don't do that, the one thing that I would do then would be if Ben Zobrist happens to be leading off at 2600 I would look at playing him and maybe pairing with someone like Delano De Shields against Carson Fulmer.
0: I do want to have some Delino de Shields going up against Fulmer for sure. Robbie Grossman is your favorite two thousand dollar outfielder right now, correct? Yes,
1: Robbie Grossman is my favorite chief outfielder.
0: So if we lock him in, that leaves thirty eight hundred for an
1: outfielder on FanDuel. Is Kyle Schwarber your favorite outfielder in that range? Yes. Schwarber would be the guy at that point. Um I, I think that, you know, if Grossman is in the lineup, it's going to be Grossman Schwarber for me. If not, it'll be zobrist and the Shields.
0: so the fan duel lineup felix hernandez anthony rizzo brian dozier donaldson Simeon, joyce grossman schwarber and bryant let's go cubs let's stay away rain okay you can all the rain go to washington we'll, we'll live with not having that game tonight other than that i'd like a dry slate for the night and we will talk to you again on monday